0: All right, so for those of you who do not know about the Anchor app, it is such a great app to use. So basically, what Anchor is is it is a free app where you are able to make your own podcast. Essentially, so it's literally the easiest way to start a podcast. You have access to creation tools which allow you to edit right from your phone or mobile. Phone or tablet, sorry, you have access to auto distribution, which allows Anchor to distribute your podcast for you. So you can set it up in a way where Anchor will be able to like distribute everything for you to like all the major platforms, such as Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. Also, with Anchor, you could get paid off of minimum listenership and The best part is it's free, right? Who doesn't love free? So, honestly, I love this app so much, and I would really consider anyone who's interested in in making a podcast to really try it out. It is such a cool idea. So, to get started, go to anchor.fm or download the app today. Anchor, the easiest way to start a podcast. Welcome to the Way I See It podcast, the show where you're able to dive in and see the world from a blind person's perspective. I'm your host, Robbie reeves and wow, this episode I am so freaking excited for. It is unbelievable. I am just so pumped for this. Uh, it is one of my most, I think, passion episodes that I'm going to be recording. I'm going to be recording a lot more of these, but... This is, I think, one of my most favorite topics ever. And, you know, I'm just so excited. So, without further ado, let's dive in, shall we? Alright, what's up, everyone? So, in today's episode... We are going to be talking about finding your outlet. That's right, finding your outlet. Now, you might be asking yourself, what the heck does he mean by that? Well, honestly, my friends, it is quite simple. Basically, finding your outlet means finding something That represents who you are as a person. You know, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, being on this earth for 21 years, I have noticed this pattern of people who long for connection, like myself, need some sort of outlet because for people like me who long for connection, and I've noticed this based off of experience and meeting, you know, other people who form this pattern, I guess we want to call it. Um, so for people who want to form a connection, they have to be constantly connected to something, whether that's people whether that's art, whether that's whatever. People have to be connected to something. If those people who form, you know, who form connections naturally are not connected to something, that longing okay, can resort in anger. It can resort in uh, irritation. It can resort in depression. It can resort in anxiety. It, you know, honestly, it can resort to a lot of things for people who long for having that connection or who need that connection. So, you know, all this talk about connection, you might be going, "I am so confused," and honestly, I don't blame you. So, we're gonna break it down. So, first of all, I'm going to talk about what do I mean by longing for connection. Well, based on my experience, you know, I'm not a therapist or I'm not a doctor or anything, but based on my experience, I've noticed that people want some sort of thing that keeps them going. They want some sort of value. They want some sort of avenue that keeps them going. And when they don't have that, basically, they get irritated, like I mentioned, and all the other symptoms that I mentioned. Now, how do I know this? Because I've experienced it. I am someone who has been longing for that connection, like, Maybe some of you listening. I don't know. I don't know you. But what I do know is if you were longing for that connection, I have been in your shoes before. And before I found my outlet, I didn't have that. I mean, I had friends, of course, but we cannot always depend on our friends for everything because they have lives that they need to live and they have stuff that they have to get done and they had just have busy lives so we can't really depend on them for our constant connection stimulation so the question is who can we depend on for this what can we do for this and the answer that i have found to be the simplest simplest method is finding your outlet. Yes. <sighs> I love I love this concept like i breathe a fresh air every time i say this. But honestly, finding your outlet. So Basically, I guess, you know, some of you might be going, okay, but isn't it a little like going on YouTube or going on Facebook, like getting outside? And yes, those things can help you, absolutely. I know for me, you know, it's wintertime up in Canada, so right now the weather is not the most uh, cooperative, if I might put it that way for going outside. But that doesn't mean for those of us who are trapped in this winter Hullabaloo. <laughs> that doesn't mean that we cannot practice self-care. In fact, self-care is very important. Now, how would self-care be tied into finding your outlet? Well, basically your outlet that you find or that you seek should be a representation of who you are as a person, right? So if you are, I'll give you an example. Let's, let's, let's give examples. If you are a gymnast, for example, you will need Or you might possibly want to find an outlet that consists of exercise, right? If you are a talker or or a huge conversationist like I am, you would want to find an outlet that represents you. Which most likely would be either acting, podcasting, YouTubing, you know, anything that you can engage. Social events, whatever the case may be. You want to find an outlet that will represent you as a person. That is extremely important for this method of self-care. Finding an outlet that represents you as a person. It's very, very important. So, you know, I was very depressed when i was younger not very but i was mildly depressed i was always irritated i was always just anxious for whatever the reason may be and i never understood why until i found This outlet of podcasting. This podcasting outlet is my outlet. When I listen to podcasts, I say, This is me. This is what I was meant to do. This is what I can do now. This is what I was put on this earth to do. For now. And, you know. We have this sort of, I want to say, we have this sort of, you know, need for when we are younger, and I'm probably repeating myself a lot, but you know, we need, we have this need for connection. And through that, I believe that outlets are the best way to go. Now, what are the benefits of having an outlet? So what are the benefits? Well, I know from experience that having an outlet helps with self-esteem. Having an outlet helps with depression. Having an outlet helps with anxiety. Having an outlet helps with how you interact to anyone in the world. Also, having your own outlet helps you to find your truth. That's what it is. It helps you to find your truth. Because, you know, we all know, okay, I could I could do X, Y, Z. You know, I, I, I could, you know, I could say for myself, oh, I could start a podcast. I could do podcasting. I could You know, I could do voice acting, which I have done. I completed a voice acting course. You know, I could do X, Y, and Z. But unless we have that outlet where we can prove it to ourselves, those are just words. And actions speak much louder than words. Words are just words. But when we put actions behind those words, that can really impact who we are and how we engage. So I've done all this talk about finding an outlet, the benefits. Now, of course, to everything there are downsides. And I guess the one downside is you're basically having to engage with yourself a lot. You know, for people like me who are only chi- who are only children, we have to do a lot of engaging with ourselves. And for some people they may say they might say, Oh, I don't know if I really want to try this, Robbie. You know, I I I I'm just so skeptical about it. Listen, that is only one downer. The rest are all positives. And you know what, honestly? When you actually give this method a try of finding your outlet you will not miss having that interaction with other people. You will have no longer really have that need because that outlet is your escape from all your worries. That outlet is your escape from fear. That outlet is your escape from all the noise in the world and coming back to your true self. So, now I want to talk about what is it like to actually find an OLED? How do you know that you found one? Well, number one, you feel good. (laughs) Number two... You feel empowered every time you go back to that outlet. And number three, you start to feel okay with who you naturally are as a person. And I think, you know, let that stick with you for a second. You start to feel good about who you naturally are as a person. Let that sink in. So, okay, we've talked a little bit about, you know, all this amazing stuff about outlets. Now you might be asking yourself, okay, uh, how do I find one? Well, the truth is it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of work. I have not found my outlet until a month ago or two months ago. So it took me from the time I was born, which is in 98, to now 21-year-old me. It took me 21 years to find my outlet. It can take a really long freaking time. So, be, I guess the number one thing I want to say is be patient. Patience is key to finding your outlet. Patience is absolutely key to finding your outlet. So, how do we find outlets i mean you're you know you're probably sitting at your home or in your car or wherever and you're listening to this if you're listening to this and you're going like okay i get what he's saying but how do i actually do that well there are three things that you have to consider while finding it the first one is know your likes and dislikes now that might sound a little bit cliche. That might sound a little bit strange. That might sound a, bit, a, little bit, a little bit obvious. Well, duh, we have to know our likes and dislikes. But when we know our likes and dislikes, we are able to really tap into our inner self and say, okay, this is who I naturally am. I like this I dislike this. I love this. I hate this. Now, obviously, love and hate are extreme. But let's focus on the likes and dislikes. What are the things that make you the most happy? What are the things that make you most sad? What are the things where you jump for joy and say, oh, my God, I really love this. And finally, what are the things that you absolutely hate? Like, I can't stand. So I'd encourage you, if you don't want to take physical notes, I'd encourage you to really take mental notes. And to really tap into those things. Because unless we know what our likes and dislikes are, and what we love and hate, to go to the extreme, um, we won't really be able to find our outlet that way. So really, really get to know yourself. What do I like? What do I not like? What do I love? What do I not love? Because that is very important. Very, very important. For me... I know that I love conversations. I love to engage. I love to talk. So this outlet works for me. My own space. It's my own thoughts. My own ideas. And it works for me. So number two. Number two is something where I guess it's a little bit uh number two is probably the most I don't want to say I guess it's interesting one. We'll use the word interesting. So tip number two is what makes you What's the word I'm trying to use here? Hang on. Let me think. What makes you the most authentic? What makes you the most authentic? What activities or what? group or whatever what makes you the most what what makes you the most what 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 makes you the most authentic there we go where can you find authenticity where can you find that place where you say okay world this is me anyone to anyone around me this is me this is my world what activities do you like and of course this could also tie into likes and dislikes but authenticity is very important too what activities make you feel the most authentic right what do you love doing that makes you feel the most authentic? You know, think about that. What do you like doing that makes you feel the most authentic? What places do you like going that make you feel the most authentic? Right? So we want to think about that because authenticity is the most, is very important. It is just as important as likes and dislikes. In fact, authenticity is probably the most important, even more important than knowing what your likes and dislikes are. Because unless you are able to be real with yourself, you cannot be real with the rest of the world. So know what activities or what makes you your most authentic you. What makes you feel authentic and number 3 this is going to take some work but explore different options explore different options what do i what do i want Can I do it? Am I able to do it right now? And I can honestly say, while while you are exploring, do not focus on what you cannot do. Focus on what you are able to do at that particular moment. Forget about all the I can't do this. I can't do that. Forget about that and say, what can I do? Because no matter what stage of life we are all in, my friends, we are all capable of something at any point in our life. So. Focus on what you can bring to the table. You know, can you create a vlog post? Can you be a YouTube sensation? Can you be an artist, like a drawing, like a drawing, um, like an art artist? Or can you be a music producer? What can you do right now that says this is who I am? So explore, explore. And number four, be open-minded. Open-minded is something I just learned how to do recently. Open-minded is very, it's its, it's, it's, it's important. It's, it's very important because without being open-minded, if you're not open-minded, all these ideas are going to shut down. If you're not open-minded, you will not be able to receive all the good that you can bring to this world. Because we are all capable of bringing good, joy, happiness, authenticity to this world. We are all capable of that. So, really... Be open-minded. So, to wrap this episode up, I'm going to go through all those tips again. Tip number one, know your likes and dislikes. Tip number two, be authentic. Show your authenticity to yourself. Tip number three, explore. Explore your ideas. And number four, Be open-minded. Number five, a bonus tip, is to remember that you are always a work in progress. All of us, as human beings, are always a work in progress. We never have it all together. We are always a work in progress, and we are always capable of, of putting our best foot forward so just remember that we are always a work in progress All right, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. I really, really hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions or suggestions, please feel free to send me a message by downloading the free Anchor app and tapping the message icon on the way I see it, Robbie Riggs. Or you could also send me an email at robieregz24 at gmail.com. Again, that is robieregz24 at gmail.com. And I look forward to hearing from you. And, yeah, so please, uh, you know, get in contact with me if you have any questions or suggestions for future episodes. So with all that being said, again, thank you guys so much. You guys are fucking awesome. I am Robbie reeves So long for now. And remember, you are a fucking hero. See ya.